Welcome to Beyond the Bridge with psychic medium and animal communicator, Samantha Jones. We are glad you are here and hope you enjoy the next hour where Samantha and her guest will help connect you to the magic of the universe, as well as to your loved ones and pets, both here and beyond the bridge. And now, Samantha Jones. Hello, friends, and welcome to this week's episode of Beyond the Bridge. I am your host, Samantha Jones, and I am so glad that you are here today. You are all so important to me, and I have a great show for you today. Last week, our topic was communicating with the universe through signs and synchronicities. I hope that you all enjoyed that episode. My guest was my client and friend, Amanda Murray, and I just wanted to send a thank you out to her again for being on the show. She's so wonderful, and I, I felt like we really had a good connection there going during the show. So I wanted to thank her again. This week's guest is Mystic Molly. Molly Zankanero, a.k.a. Mystic Molly, never felt she truly had a purpose until roughly two years ago. Until then, Molly worked in retail, but didn't feel like she really fit in anywhere until her spiritual awakening. Growing up in Pilot Mountain, North Carolina, she always felt different and drawn to spirituality and the metaphysical way of life. Molly started doing tarot readings on TikTok for fun and as a form of distraction while her 16-year-old daughter, Madeline, was on her own healing journey. Molly's readings took off so much that she was able to start her own spiritual-based business and quit her full-time job to be at home more with Madeline. Opening up her spiritual side has helped her follow the path the universe has laid out for her, which includes being a tarot reader, certified yoga teacher, a level three Reiki practitioner, and a spiritual advisor. She loves tarot reading and being of service every day to help lead people towards their authentic path healing and stepping into their own divine feminine power. Molly says that since her awakening, she has never felt more alive. Some of her interests include crystals, nature, traveling, music, being around animals, spell work, reading, yoga, and anything supernatural. Welcome so much to the show, Mystic Molly. Namaste. Namaste. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. I am <laughs> so excited to have you today. And so I want to explain a little bit to our listeners about how I kind of came upon you because I really feel like the universe brings us together to who's supposed to be in our tribe, who's similar to us and all of that. And I discovered TikTok during COVID and kind of became a little bit addicted like a lot of people did. And I came across your page and I just instantly felt this connection. Like you have this, mo the most amazing energy, radiant energy. Like <laughs> you're the type of person that you walk into a room and the room lights up. And I was like, I, I want to talk to her. Like I need to oh talk to her. I didn't have the radio show at the time. And when um, I signed for the radio show, you were one of the first people that I thought of. So I'm so glad that you are here. Oh, that's amazing. Thank you so much. No, thank you. So tell me a little bit, tell our listeners a little bit about your spiritual journey, like how it started, how you went through your spiritual awakening, anything that you'd like to share about that kind of stuff. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So I would say that it really, truly started um, back in 2010. 
I had two near-death experiences in one year. Oh, wow. Um, and when I say I should not be here, I should not be here. <laughs> wow. But I'm supposed to be here. And that really um, that really woke me up. I was not living my best life. Um, I was stuck in addictions. And um, I went and got help. And through that, it just started to wake me up and wake me up and more and more. I got into tarot, into crystals, but it wasn't my really massive awakening happened during, I would say, before I left my husband. Mm -hmm. It was a toxic situation. Um, I was basically dismissing the red flags uh from the universe and i was shoved out in a Uh a really traumatic way and it was really hard um but right before that happened i found yoga and meditation and i knew i had found it for a reason and um when i left him i just it was like i woke up um i felt free so yeah. much so that like I went and got certified as a yoga teacher training tra- or, or I went through the yoga teacher training uh, 200 hour. And then I started my Reiki um, journey, which I've worked on for three years. Um, Reiki and yoga has been the most impactful, one of the most impactful parts of my spiritual journey. Um, it definitely helped me deal with traumas um, and suppress traumas that I had kept locked up for a really long time. And it also, you know, it opened up my chakra line. It released these, you know, I was releasing toxins. I was releasing all of these emotions that was physically making me sick. Um, yes. Amazing. And then, and then I started diving into tarot more and more and more. And, um, I, I swear the the tarot has really gotten me through some really hard times, and it's it's not just the tarot because that's a tool. Right. It's really the connection to the divine. And once I found that, it was like my life just made sense. You know, I I feel like a lot of us go through autopilot, and um, we get stuck in these routines, and we forget to look around and look up. It's always like we're always looking down and focusing on things. And once you start seeing life a little differently and connecting to spirit, um, I mean, you have no choice but to change your life Um, because once it starts changing inside of you, then it's going to show up everywhere around you. But it's that connection to my guides, my ancestors, my animal guides. Yes. I work with archangels and it's, it's so beautiful. And at first it was terrifying, but you know, yes. I, I've seen things my whole life and, you know, I see spirits and I feel them and, but there was something that was really out of my comfort zone about calling a spirit guide in at first because mm-hmm. I didn't, un- I didn't understand it. Right. So I would say anyone starting a spiritual journey, especially if you're going to get into working with spirit guides, you really need a mentor or a teacher. Yes. Or, 
I wish I had had someone way sooner. You know, I had to go through, (laughs) I had to go through a lot of trials and tribulations and a lot of mess ups. Yes, I um, can relate to that for sure. (laughs) I did not have a mentor myself. And so now like you, I like to be a mentor to people because I know how important it is because I had to figure this out myself. Absolutely. It's tough. It is. Yep. And plus like um, the way we were raised, if you were raised in religion like me, it's, you know, it's who do you ask for help? You know, because everybody's going to think you're crazy. Yes, that was that was something I was going to ask, actually, because, you know, I live in California, which is obviously one of the most liberal states in the country, if not the most. And you live in a very conservative part of the country. What is it like? Oh, my God. I live in the Bible Belt, like Southern Baptist. (laughs) I mean, old folks, they they don't leave this town. They just don't. (laughs) I, I live right beside a church and I'm a witch and it's weird. (laughs) <laughs> you know, they, they, they see me do some weird stuff in my, in my yard, but, um, <laughs> you know what? It's just, I got to this point that I no longer cared yep. what people thought of me. And that's the most freeing feeling you can ever have. Isn't it? I don't care. I don't care if people judge me. I don't think, I don't care if they think I'm crazy. Yep. Those people ain't for me. That's right. <laughs> you know? They just, that's ain't. right. That I think is an important part in the spiritual awakening. When you get to that point where you're just like, I don't care. It doesn't matter because I know that this is my authentic self and this is who I'm here to be. And, you know, like you said, with your two near death experiences, you're here for a reason. And so it doesn't matter what those other people think. It's trying to find the people that do get you and and all of that to make, you know, their lives better too. One of the things- when you find those people, you got to hold on to those people too. Oh yeah, because it's it's a rarity. It is. I wish that there were more like us, but it is it is hard to find. I think that's why I was so drawn to you. Was I like she get she gets it? She's connected. I it. You know, I, I haven't <laughs> met a lot of super duper connected people along the way, and that makes it hard because I like to talk about this stuff. I want to you know Same. meet other people that want to open their minds and talk more about this, and and it's hard. It is hard. It is. One of the things that I saw on your website that I really liked was that you do shadow work for you help people with their shadow work. Can you explain a little bit about that? Oh, okay. So shadow work is. Okay. So I do like, um, we can do it through zoom or I offer email shadow work readings and I walk people through, you know, what exactly is your shadow side? And this is like, I always Think of it in Peter Pan terms. It's our shadow. It's attached to us. You know, it's mm-hmm. not going to go away. It's illuminated at times. And when it's illuminated is when you really see it. Well, for a lot of people, they they have a really hard time acknowledging the shadow self. Yes. Um, but other people can see it. And, and when you're not aware of it, it really can disrupt your whole life um, in the form of addictions. Uh, resentment, jealousy, greed, you know, all yes. forms. Um, boundaries, not good with boundaries, not good for speaking up for yourself. Those are all part of our shadow and they normally stem from a, a trauma. It's triggered by a trauma um, and it's normally comes from childhood yep. for most people. Um, and, but once you, once you start to work with it, 
you will find that the things that used to trigger you, they don't do they don't do that more anymore. Or you can catch you can catch it before you react. For me, I feel like it's all about a reaction. Your your shadow side. I always see the the devil card. Um, it's the reaction to things that make us feel uncomfortable. Yes. I, and so I, I, I walk people through like, what is your shadow side? How does it manifest into your reality? You know, how does it affect your life? But how can we work with it? And that's the big part, working with it and working through it. Yeah. And it, it is a hard, a really hard thing to work through. Actually, <clears throat> I would say on my, the spiritual awakening, like, especially towards the beginning, the shadow work was some of the hardest because first of all, I had no idea what it was, you know, cause you know, mm-hmm. like you, I didn't have a mentor to tell me this is shadow work. I just randomly got this message one day. You need to do shadow work and same. Yeah, I did too. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, what is this shadow work? And then you realize that you have to be completely 100% honest with yourself about who you are as a person and why you are that way. And fix oh, it, it sucks. <laughs> oh, it sucks. Let me tell you, it's not fun. It's no. called shadow work. It's not called fun sun work. <laughs> it's, it's freaking shadow work. It's hard, but it's supposed to be hard. It and is. it's it's meant to be hard um, so you can, you know, you you can stop. You, you can stop the pattern. A lot, of, a lot of it for me and what I have found with clients is repetitive patterns and cycles in our life. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it. And it it normally comes, you know, from something they experience as a child, uh, being, you know, having your light dimmed, not being able to express yourself emotionally, you know, abuse, that type of thing. And and it, it's sad because when we're kids, we're supposed to be loved and protected and nurtured. And for a lot of us, it just didn't work out that way. It, Absolutely. you know, it, it just didn't. So we... um we learn to navigate life with our shadow side as a form of a defense mechanism or a way to escape reality. And uh, once you find that, it's actually a jewel. Like it really is. It's a big part of your spiritual journey. And if you're not doing shadow work, you're not truly healing on a deep, profound level. That's my belief. (laughs) No, I agree agree with you. And I love that you offer that to people because That is definitely something that I think people can use help with, especially with the encouragement of doing it, because when you are in the middle of it and you have to admit these things to yourself, a lot of times, like I was just, I can't do this. I got to walk away from this for a little while because your brain just, you know, and, and the childhood trauma, I really feel is huge in this. And even people that don't realize that they have childhood trauma, like you pointed out a couple of really good things, just your parents not being there in the way that they should be or or reacting in, in harsh ways or whatever can bring on certain things about yourself. And those are the things that the shadow work helps you, helps you fix. And I think Absolutely. it's just amazing. Yeah, I think it's amazing that you do that. That I didn't know. And then today I was like, I'm going to go like read through her website and see. And I, I'm so glad because I, that I came across that. So anyone that is looking for help with their shadow self and shadow work, reach out to Molly. She will be of good help to you. So we're going to take a break here in a minute. Uh, before we take a break, Molly, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you? You can find me on TikTok. Instagram. Um, I have a Pinterest page and Facebook. Um, and it's all under Mystic Molly 1111. Um, 
my website links are in my bios on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Um, but yeah, that's where you can find me. Awesome. Awesome. So when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about the tarot cards and, and Molly's tarot readings and all of that. I, I love tarot. It's, it's fascinating. It's very, very, very accurate. So I, I'm excited to talk about it. Uh, and as for me, if you would like to find me, you can go to Samantha Jones, psychic medium.com and anything that you need right there for you. So let's take a quick break and we'll be right back with mystic Molly. Stay tuned, everyone. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit voiceamerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. Have you ever suffered grief from the loss of a loved one or pet? Do you ask yourself questions like where did they go and what are they doing? Do you have guilt for things left unsaid or feel the need for answers about the loss you never received? Join Samantha Jones, psychic medium and animal communicator, every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, where her and her guests will discuss all things beyond the bridge. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Welcome back to Beyond the Bridge with Samantha Jones. Have a question for Samantha or her guests? Or would you like a reading? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now, back to the show with Samantha. Welcome back, everybody, and thank you so much for being here today. And thank you, Mystic Molly, for being here. I'm so excited to have you. Thank and you for having me. Yes. And so I'm excited about this next, next topic, too. We're going to talk a little bit about tarot. So tell me first a little bit about what drew you to tarot? What Was there something along the path that you just felt like, I just want to open this side of things? Oh, my Lord. So from, from maybe the age of 13, um, I got introduced to runes at first. Um, and I don't, I can't remember how I got introduced to this, but I got introduced to runes and Mm -hmm. through that, it opened me up to 
zodiac signs and astrology. And then I got into tarot and I saw it like online, mm-hmm. like on YouTube. Um, and I just watched it over and over. And as I watched, I learned because um, I'm really visual when I learn things. But it, then I then I got to a point to where I, I'm hands on. So I went and I out shopping one day, I came across a deck and I was like, I'm going to buy this. I'm going to mm. get it. I'm going to get it. And I didn't know a lot at the time. I just knew through what I had seen um, online. And I just started diving into it. And, you know, it felt so natural. Like, I always felt like the minute I picked up cards that um, I was remembering and not learning. So I caught on really quick um, to it. And it just seemed very natural. But there's a lot behind it. There's a lot of uh, a lot you have to learn. Um, and I, you know, definitely no expert, but mine is a, you know, I'm visual. So, and I'm, I'm intuitive. So that's how I read. I read the energy, but I knew, you know, you've got to go through the process of learning the meanings and really diving into it. And, you know, I just read for me for a long time. Mm-hmm. And then I started to, uh, I re- would pull cards for my kid. Um, and then I started having people ask me for readings when they found out I could read mm-hmm. and, you know, it started to resonate with people and I was like, okay. So I just continued. And then the, the, the way I got into reading for others, um, publicly, not just friends, not just my friends, but it was through TikTok and my kid, and she's okay with me talking about this. Um, she was in and out of the hospital um, between your, the whole on 2021 was awful. She was in and out of the hospital for four years um, with depression and anxiety and things like that. And when she, and she was inpatient, so she was not at home. And during that process, I had to find a way to distract myself other than work. And I sat down one day, I opened up TikTok and the spirit was like, you got to do a reading. And it just kind of blew up. Like wow. I was not expect, I was not expecting anything from it. Definitely not expecting the recognition I got. Um, it, it blew my mind. It just, and um you know, it it really, really changed my life. It was definitely unexpected, for sure. That um, is, yeah, how the universe does yeah. it, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. This radio and, and show I, came I, to be like that. Just all of a yeah. sudden, there's an email. And, you know, it, it just, your life changes from one second to the next. Yeah. Super, super unexpected. The most, you know, and I can remember the my very first tarot reading. And then I, I can even see my progress throughout the last couple of years um, and how much I've grown as a reader, just putting myself out there. Um, it's amazing. It, it really is. It's changed my life. That's awesome. I love when the universe does that. But, right. uh, you know, tarot cards, a lot of times they get a bad rap. What mm-hmm. do you think like the biggest mixed conception about tarot cards is? Oh my God, that they're evil. Yeah. Right. <laughs> You know, and that's a religious concept of it's a man-made belief, you know. Uh, but if, if you really dive into 
religion. And if you really want to go there, tarot cards and oracles, and they were around. So we're crystals. So we're, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just been, so I feel like it's a way to keep people conformed is to make them think that something is evil when there is absolutely nothing evil about this. Not when your intentions are pure. Now, are there awful people out there who misuse the tarot? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. But the devil, you know, these cards are not the devil. Um, You're working. Most people work with spirit guides, ancestors. You know, some people work with God, Yeshua, our archangels. So, you know, there's nothing evil about that. And I feel like another misconception is nothing is set in stone. Yes. With the tarot, this is energy and energy. Well, I can give you a, a future love reading and say, you know, this, the the outcome right now is looking very successful. Well, you you could go the next day and do something completely out of pocket and mess up your relationship. Well, now it's not going to be successful. Yes. So in reality, tarot readers, we read energy, but you are still in charge of your destiny completely. Absolutely. Free will. I I try (laughs) and tell people that. Yep. Because really like when I don't use tarot cards a lot, sometimes I use them in personal readings, but I try to explain to people that just because this is how things look in the cards does not mean this is how things have to go. If you are seeing that there's something bad in those cards, you can change that. But, you know, people don't always get that. Yeah. Yeah. And then a lot of people, um, I do feel like I would give some advice before you go to get a a tarot reading from someone is you have to be completely open to receive the information. And I've had some people, you know, some clients get upset with me um, for what I saw in the cards, but it's the energy I read. And I, and I just feel like um, if you're not fully open to receiving the message that will trigger something in you. So yes, there's always the good with the bad when it comes to reading for other people, but you have to be completely open to the message that you're going to get. And sometimes it's not good, right? <laughs> yes. but we have to be, we have to be honest. Like I, I don't want to ever, I could never lie to a client about what I see in the cards. If it's not there, it's not there. Yes. You know? And, and a lot of people don't understand that because they just want to be told what they want to be told, but you're coming yeah. to a tarot reader or a psychic or whatever. We're going to tell you what we see. We can't sugarcoat it because it, that information is meant to help you. Yes. Yep. And I do feel like um, ego can get involved here. Of course. Yeah. So we're, we're readers are detached emotionally. You know, our ego is not involved with what's going on in your life, but this is why a lot of tarot readers, including myself, I have a hard time reading for myself in certain mm-hmm. areas of my life because my ego is like, Rah! yep, <laughs> yep. I was going to say it, that. Yep. <laughs> it comes to matters of the heart. I cannot read. Uh, I can't read romantic readings for myself, love readings for myself. Yeah. Um, because my ego is just, it's red and glaring and it's like no that's not true when it's stubborn so I can't do I can't do those readings for me yep I can't either if I see the tower (laughs) come flying out I like put it back in and then it comes flying out again like never mind I'm not reading for myself anymore (laughs) oh my god oh um, and absolutely like and I'll even get in this headspace of no that's not gonna happen 
yes. that's not going to happen. Yes. And sure enough, sure <laughs> enough, it does. And I'm like, okay, spirit, dang it. <laughs> I hate it when that happens. It happens all the time because you don't I mean, want I, to admit it. Yeah, <laughs> you don't. And your ego, oh my God, your pride in your ego is just, it can, God, it, that goes back to shadow work. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I, I think that you bring up a good point that, you know, when you're learning this, maybe it's not a good idea to read for yourself right away because, yeah, it oh, does no. Yep. You can misconstrue things so easily too. So yes. easily. Yep. Absolutely. It's like, um, it's, it's like getting a weird text message from someone, you know, <laughs> that seems a little off. You're like, is that my ego talking or am I real? Is that my intuition? And it's the same thing. Yeah. It's the same thing. So you have a lot of, of decks. I've seen you work with different decks on TikTok yes. and Instagram. Do you have um, a deck that you would recommend to people if they're looking to open this side and learn more about tarot? Oh my God, yes. Um, I got, I would say three. So there's the modern oracle tarot. And it comes in a big set and it comes in a little set for beginners that actually has like the meanings. For upright position and reverse, that one is really good. Nice. And the visuals, visuals are really good. And then my one of my favorites is Lightseers. That's my favorite. Mm-hmm. That one is the artwork. It just speaks to my soul. Me too. I I don't like the way it shuffles. Personally, really? I I don't like the what I don't like the cardstock or something. Oh. But the imagery it it's so beautiful. That, it is. You know, it's my personal deck, but the one I've been using recently in personals is um, the Modern Witch Tarot. I don't think I've it's, seen that one before. It's very up to date. Mm-hmm. Um, again, the visuals are really good, mm-hmm. really, really good. That's very helpful. I when I was trying to learn how to read tarot at first, I wasn't really doing it right, I don't think. And so one of the courses that I took said to to look into the picture, what draws you in? Mm-hmm. What what are you gravitated towards? And with the light seer's deck, I feel like I can tell a story better than with like a traditional tarot deck. Yes. Um and I I feel like the rider weight if you're going to really get into tarot, that's a good one to have and to mm-hmm. learn, but it's, it's outdated. Yes. Um, it is, it is old and it's outdated, but, um, you know, these newer decks, they're, they're just modernized and you're so right. The way I learned to really look intuitively into a card is you pick each one up and you look at it and you not just looking at it, but with your third eye, with all your senses, what are you picking up? What are you feeling from your heart? What do the colors mean? What does the number mean? I mean, there's just so yes. there's so much information in just one card. There really is. Yeah, they mm-hmm. are really amazing and really ridiculously accurate. Like so many times I'll shuffle them and and the cards just go flying out. And it's it comes back to that ego. of You see that card that you're like, nah. And yep. you put it back in because no, but they are ridiculously accurate for sure. They are. Yeah. <laughs> so any, if there is someone that's listening, that's like looking to start learning about this, is there any advice that you would give to them? Okay. First off, before you 
start, you know, working with the tarot, you need to get comfortable with working with a guide. You always want to keep your energy protected when you're using any type of divination tool. Um, so you're always going to want to sit in meditation yes. um, and visualize this bright light of protection around you. There's also a really good um, guided meditation called 12D Shielding. I do this before, I do this every morning before I start readings. Um, it keeps you grounded um, and it's a protection. It's like literally you're in, envisioning yourself in this like cylinder. And you're connected to inner earth and you're connected to the ether. So that's a really good one. And then you're going to want to work with someone. So if you're uncomfortable with guides, work with your higher self. And all Mm -hmm. you need to do is like call on to your higher self, which is basically the future version of you. Um, But you you always want to stay protected. Because once you open up these cards, you are opening up your into, you know, you're opening up energy. Um, And some things can come in if your energy isn't protected that can, you know, there's dark and light and everything. So, yeah, sure. Do you feel like when, like, for example, if you let somebody else use your tarot deck, you let them shuffle or whatever, do you feel like that energy needs to be cleansed? Are there certain things that like people need to do with their tarot cards? I get asked that a lot. Yes. So number one, uh, there's permission when we use other people's decks. Um, You have to have permission. Never touch anyone's deck without that permission. That's almost like touching someone's altar. Yeah. You got to have permission. Um, Yes, you always want to cleanse it, especially if someone else uses it. But um, I keep crystals on my decks. Um, I keep I wish I could send you a picture, <laughs> but I have a lot of decks on my, on my table. Um, and I keep crystals on them when they're not in use. And then every night when I'm done for the day, I get crystals, but that keeps the energy very pure, but just to keep, you know, on the safe side, um, every morning before I start readings, I do go and I cleanse them. That's um, and then you can tell by your smoke with whatever you use. If there's a lot of smoke, you're getting a lot of uh, past energies out of the cards. If there's not a lot of smoke, it's still clean. Well, that's interesting. I, I had never heard that before. Yeah. That's really cool. That's kind of that's kind of like when you cleanse yourself with like sage or Pago Santo uh-huh. or even a, a room. Uh-huh. If you notice it's very smoky, it's getting rid of something. But if the smoke is very light or it doesn't. You have trouble keeping it lit. That means the room is pretty clean. Wow. I didn't, I've never really noticed that. I will have to next yeah. time that I do um, a clearing in the house for sure. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's go ahead and take our last break. And when we come back, we will talk more with Mystic Molly. I want to talk about um, TikTok, you know, what you do there and all of that. Bring bring our readers into you there. Uh, but go ahead and give them your information again so they know where to find you. Okay, so I'm going to give you my website. So you can get me on um, mysticmolly1111.com. And I'm also mysticmolly1111 on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Awesome. 
And you can find me at Samantha Jones Psychic Medium. All of my goodies are there for you. So we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. And after the break, we'll come back with more with Mystic Molly. Stay tuned, everyone. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to dish out success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Whether it's personal growth, building a better business, or inspirational life stories, make it a daily habit to tune into our programs. From weight loss and personal branding to law of attraction and increased happiness, you'll find it every day at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Life can be confusing at times. There can be uncertainty, disappointment, and an inability to clearly see where you're headed. But it doesn't have to be this way at all if you understand how to take the next step in your life. Tune in to Living the Miracle with your hosts, Michael and Raphael Tamora. We'll help you to find the deeper meaning that awaits you in your life, have certainty in yourself, and learn to be clairvoyant. Listen Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Connect with us, and we'll connect with you. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is on LinkedIn. Get the first word about happenings with the network, where our next live event will be, and what's up with our hosts. Look up Voice America on LinkedIn. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Welcome back to Beyond the Bridge with Samantha Jones. Have a question for Samantha or her guests, or would you like a reading? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now, back to the show with Samantha. Welcome back, everyone. We are here today with my guest, Mystic Molly, and I'm so happy that you're here. Let's talk a little bit about TikTok, shall we? Absolutely. Tell me how you started with that. You talked a little bit at the beginning, but you know, how did that get started and, and how did you get the popularity that you have on there now? Okay, so I, th- I feel like I've been on TikTok for, oh, Lord. At least two, two, maybe two and a half years. Um, I started when my kid was in the hospital. She was going through her own struggles. And it was like, you know, spirit set me down one day and I just put out a reading. But it was very different. I didn't use my voice at first. Oh, really? And yet, this is where I talked about I saw myself change literally on social media. Um I didn't use my voice at first. I I will like to tell, I'm going to be a little vulnerable. I have always hated my voice. Oh, no. Um, I've always hated the way I talk. This comes from trauma from my childhood um, and from bullying and things. But um, I learned, I'm even getting emotional. This is crazy. Um, I learned to really accept and love my voice through sharing readings. Um, 
And I feel like my consistency really helped me get a big following. And, you know, I'm pretty real and raw with people and very authentic. Um, You know, I mess up a lot, but for the most part, I try to stay really positive. And I think people enjoy that. And I also, you know, I've been through a lot in my life. And so energetically, you know, I people connect with me that's also been through a lot. And it's definitely an an exchange of energy. People feel drawn to me, but I feel like they feel drawn to me because they can tell that I've been through a lot in life. And, you know, you know, you can look at someone and being like, that person is real. And then you can look at someone else and be like, they're kind of shady. Yes. I feel like intuitively people can read, you know, um, someone who's authentic and someone who's not, but like, I just like to have fun. I really do. And I really, really enjoy doing readings for people. Um, on TikTok. Um, they're fun. I goof around and I, I feel like people, people have a hard time every day in life and they need some positivity and some laughter and Yes. You know, some source of inspiration. And I, I try, I really do try to bring that to people. I really think you do. I just by being you, you do that. And I know that, you know, your, your issue with your voice is based on your trauma, but I will tell you that I love your voice. And that Thank you. <laughs> earlier you had sent me a voice memo uh, through text and I played it for my husband and he was the same way. Like, oh, I really? love the accent. Yep. <laughs> and, and your laugh is see there's your laugh it's so contagious so yeah you just radiate Thank this positive you. energy even I mean you know I'm a I'm a medium and a psychic and so uh when I watch your videos sometimes I can see maybe you're not having the best day but you yeah. are doing such a great job to cover that up it's amazing oh I'm look I'm a Scorpio sun oh, my Gemini my Gemini is moon uh, my moon sign is in Gemini so I'm very good at hiding when I'm in like emotionally distressed, I'm like a pro at that. But it it it's also like a downfall for me sometimes. But you know, not everybody needs to see that. I do tend to keep that kind of things to myself. But if I feel like someone can resonate with me, I will be vulnerable and share. Like I ain't feeling good today. So yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I think it reminds people that even though we do these things that they may think are a little superhuman, that we are still human and we still have bad days and no amount of spiritual awakening makes it so that you don't live, you know, normally like other people do. You still have your bad days. Oh God. Oh yeah. Absolutely. And it's gracious. Speaking of you had actually mentioned something I, I wanted to talk about. So on TikTok, there are a lot of bullies. Like I I have a TikTok for my business and I I don't use it as much as I should because the bullies scare me. Do you get a lot of them and how do you deal with them if you do? Um, you know, I actually have not gotten a lot of bullies, but I've gotten some and like the thing about me is like um I give it right back. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I might seem very peaceful and happy, but, you know, I also carry this energy. Don't mess with me and definitely don't mess with my money and my business. And, <laughs> you know, don't mess with that. Don't mess with that. And it's overstepping a boundary. So, you know, yeah. a lot of times I'll stand up for myself. And then other times I just like block these people because yes. I feel like at first I started like standing my ground, standing up for myself. But now I've gotten to the point that I'm like, 
I don't care. I'm just going to block you. Yep. Um, I have a lot of problems with scammers. Yes. I was going to bring that up. Awful. Uh-huh. Uh, spellcasters, like people with fake pages of mine. I, when I got into this, I never, ever, I didn't know this side of tarot. Like I, that blew my mind. I yeah. was like, this is weird. This is weird. Yeah. <laughs> How do you deal with that? I had that happen to me for the first time. Somebody um, did that on my Instagram and really got people thinking it was me and was messaging yeah. them, you know, uh, soliciting readings and stuff. How do you deal with that? Well, I do put on every video that I will never DM you for a reading. And it's my only account. I do talk about it quite a bit, but people still get scammed. Um, hey, I mean, before I got into this, I almost got scammed years ago by someone and they're relentless. Like, you know, these are a different breed of people. They really don't care about karma or anything like that. They're just looking to get money off people. But I try to make people aware as much as I can. But TikTok and Instagram are really awful with taking these pages down after multiple reports and it just blows my mind like and I know a lot of people have been scammed by fake pages and I feel awful about it but that's why I talk about it so much and put that on every video yeah it sucks it It really does yeah because even like when I first started following you it was literally within minutes of following you that I started getting these scammer pages saying that they were you following me back even after you followed me back, I was getting those. And, <laughs> and all that they do is like they add like a hyphen or yeah. like another symbol or something to make it look like it's another account, you know, like you have a backup yes. account or whatever. So I wanted definitely to talk about that and point that out to our listeners so that they know if they see this kind of thing happening, that these are not <clears throat> it's just the one page. You just have one page. The rest it's, of these are. Fake. Yeah. 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 There's no no added ones, twos, threes, fours, eyes. Like they, yeah. they, they do everything. They like, they do. But and you then know what really bothers me is like they take pictures of my kid. Oh. And put it on these fake pages. And that's what really bothers me. And they, they do that to try to make it seem really legit. But yeah. oh, that's just overstepping so many boundaries. That really is. That's just, that's just awful. They will go to any lengths uh-huh. and I really don't really understand. Will. Yeah. I don't yep. either. Yeah. It really is ridiculous. Um, so when people find you on TikTok and they look at your videos, you always greet people with hello, my love muffins, <laughs> every video. So I want to know the story behind how this came to be. <laughs> you know what? I, okay. So I, I, at first, when I first started using my my voice when I was doing readings, I would just say, you know, good morning. And then it turned into, good morning, my loves. And then one morning, I was eating a muffin before work because I would always do these readings before I went to my full-time job at like five in the morning. I was eating a muffin and something just in my head said, well, good morning, love muffins. <laughs> and it's. I said, you're no longer my loves. You're my love muffins now. And so my feminine, my feminines are love muffins and my masculines are stud muffins. I love it. (laughs) That's adorable. That's adorable. Do you get like a lot of messages from people that just want you to read for them for free and, you know, just expect you to drop everything? I'm just curious. Not anymore. 
I did. I did it first. And how did you stop that? I told people um, that the readings I do on TikTok are free. I get, you know, I'll get one every once in a while. At first, I started having people like wanting me to draw cards for them, like one card. And I'd be like, no, if I did that for you, I'd have to do it for everyone else. Um, The main problem I had was people would start to pull their own cards and then send me the pictures and want me to interpret it for them. That's a big no-no, by the way. Don't ever do that to someone. Because, you know, you're basically asking me to do a reading for you for free. Yeah. You need to learn your own cards. Um, And then, you know, if you have advice on what a card means, sure. But, you know, I had a lot of people asking me to interpret their own cards. And I was like, no way. No way, man. Yeah. No, there's there's rules within tarot. And yeah. 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 So. You and I had talked about your a dog that you had previously. Did uh-huh. you ever get a picture of the dog to send me? He has not sent it okay. yet. Because I was going to do a reading for Molly on the show for her dog, but I'll do it for you off the show. So that's cool. Thank no, you, my no dad. My dad just said yep, and then I got <laughs> the nothing no to the crickets. <laughs> got no picture. You're like, Dad, I'm trying to get a reading here for the dog. Well, that's okay. We'll do it off the air. I want to do that for you because I, I love to work with the animals for sure. And as a thank you for coming on the show, I'd be happy to do that for you. Oh, thank you. So um, before we close up the show, we have a, a little bit left, but why don't you tell our listeners what what do you have planned for your future? Are, are there things with your business that you hope to do? Any direction you're hoping to take this in? Oh my gosh. I have so I have so many ideas. Um, in my head. <laughs> yeah, I get you. Me um, too. <laughs> I really want to expand. Um, I, I'm really looking to start creating my own tarot decks. Love that's it. a big, that's a big goal for me. That and, um, working more as far as I, I will eventually get away from tarot and stop doing personal readings. Cause I want to go more into a coaching role. Love it. Um, really, you know, I really love to work with women. That's where my comfort zone is. Um, I've had some issues working with men, not that I don't take men clients, but I've had some issues. Um, but I want to be a coach for females. Um, I started, um, a new session on my website, spiritual advice session, and it's a safe space that we can talk back and forth. Um, where you can be vulnerable. It's similar to a therapy session, but I basically coach you and and give you um, tools that have worked for me. And so far it's been really successful. So I really want to grow that and expand it. I love that because that's definitely something that I would love to do as well, because I noticed in my readings, that's what I seem to be doing a lot of the time is that the universe, the, the advice that they give people that's what it is. It's the coaching. It's the advice of how to get the best out of your life and, and all of that. And, and I, I, so I love that. I love that you're doing that for people. Yes. That's awesome. that's, I love it. It's, it's fun. It, you know, and none of this feels like work. Yes. So it, it's just, it's wonderful. Well, Hey, I, I had an idea. If you can't do a reading for me, what if I just kind of did a collective 
really quick port a yeah, couple we have, cards? Uh, yeah, we have about four minutes. So yeah. Okay. Take about two, like two minutes of that. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Go for it. Let's just see. I feel like if you're going to listen to a podcast on tarot reading, there's got to be at least something. You know, I feel like I just, I'm feeling guided. So yeah, do it. Do it. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. For sure. We had um, a listener that was supposed to call in and then it never happened. So, so yeah, we have about three minutes. Ooh. Okay. 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 I feel like this is a really, this is a, um, a message of empowerment. And it's good. This, this is, is the empowerment about, channel. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yeah. my God. This is perfect. Yep. So did, I got the world card. I Love got it. the king of wands and I got the king of cups. This feels like success. This feels like um, stepping into your power. Yes, there, there are kings here, but this is all about taking a lead in your life. Kings are leaders and these are natural born leaders, spiritual advisors. I feel like the message here is whatever's been holding you back from actually completing out something with the world card. This is the time to where that fire needs to be lit under you. You've got success right around the corner, but there's something holding you back. It's like you need some more information before you really step over the edge and go after this. It feels like an idea that you have something that's going to elevate you, something that can be really, really successful and something that's going to empower others and yourself. There's, this is an elevation in status. But first, you've got to get out of your own way. Love it. For a that's lot of you, perfect. I feel like you're a lot stronger. You're a lot stronger than you realize. You've just got to really embody that inner strength. And that's awesome. I think we're almost out of time. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Thank you so much. You know what? It speaks to me and I know my husband's listening and I'm sure that that spoke to him as well. So thank you so much, Molly, for being here. I'm so glad that we got to do this. And really quick before I finish up, I just wanted to let everybody know that this is my 12th show. Next week is my 13th. This was a 13 week (laughs) pilot and I've decided to renew for a year. So you got me for a whole year. Yay. So I thank you. So I just wanted to throw that in there before we close. But thank you again, Molly, and all of our listeners. And I will see you back here same time next week. Absolutely, Molly. Thank you. Everybody have a wonderful week. And until next week, peace and love. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Beyond the Bridge. We hope you will join Samantha and next week's guest for more eye-opening ways to connect to the universe. Until next week, peace and love.